Hi, I'm Barbara from Turn Italian. And I'm Gloria from Speak Ita. And I'm Irene from Italian in Love. And this is Expat Women Italy podcast. Welcome to the third episode of Expat Women Italy. Um, today we're going to talk about stereotypes again. So in the last episode, we talked about how Italians are always late, Italians are loud, about the fact that maybe some of them are religious, but today we're going to see some new ones. So, because we, we know that there's too many of them, so we thought we could split them into episodes. So let's start with the first one. We've got Italians drive like crazy. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, comparing to autoscola, when you have to like memorize all these rules and there are like a strict there and you have to like really, really follow them and then you like go like out of this bubble to the real, <laughs> real world, yeah, yeah. Or, or at least, you know, the, the driving style is different, <laughs> okay, so I would say. That's a nice way to put it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. I can confirm. We drive like crazy people, but um, I'm an exception because I I drive like a grandma. At least this is what people said to me. And uh, I, I'm from Pavia and uh, Pavia is really close to Milan. So we got the, we adopted the Milanese style. And I, I saw as I learned to drive when I was younger, that uh, the, when the weather, well, when it's raining, people suddenly don't know what to do or where to go. So they get crazy, they honk and they drive like crazy people. They are suddenly in a rush and then they don't normally stop to let you cross the road, even though there is a zebra crossing visible and huge in the middle of the street. So yeah, I can confirm that. And I had a couple of experiences driving in Milan and driving past the Benavigi area and never again, never. It's terrible. I don't know about you, Barbara, that you are learning to drive now in uh, in Milan, but uh, it's uh, terrible there. You, you know, for me, it's like a starting point. So it's kind of like, okay, so this is how we tell this drive. So yeah, okay. I got quite used on this, but like comparing to Slovakia, it's something like, wow, other word, you know, <laughs> like no way. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember you said something interesting, that in Slovakia, people notice when you know, they look at uh, at your eyes and they notice when you want to cross the road. Yeah, yeah, that, that's correct. And yeah, <laughs> and here you can like be uh, there and just waiting and waiting and waiting and get. <laughs> and at some point you just need to decide, like, you know, throw yourself into the traffic because otherwise we, you would have been waiting like till now. So yeah. Okay. I think for me, I was trying to think about London because I'm from Grosseto, which is not a huge town. So, you know, you, you still find the people that they drive like crazy there but I remember going to, to the south of Italy and I was driving <laughs> there were like scooters running around yeah. like here and there and I, I guess it was a bigger city than my own one mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god 
I, I can't I can't drive here. <laughs> but also I think the the funny thing about Italy is that they're very they gesticulate in the cars as well. So if someone I think gets angry or something, you'll see they throw their hands at you. Yeah. Or, right? They put the and they shout at you. Yeah. But, but this is a great point you mentioned, Iran, because I, I remember when when I went to Naples, uh, yeah, it was already twice, uh, two times, and yeah, I, I could see really the difference, like, uh, you know, like, uh, as far as you're, like, between Milan and Rome, it's quite, like, okish, I would say, but after all, this is the end, you know, <laughs> They're like a new reels. I just know like it's completely different. Like even comparing to Milan as a style, as you mentioned, Gloria. So, okay. so yeah. So to sum it up, somehow I would say like it really depends where you where you are driving actually. Okay. So so it's true. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. <laughs> Okay, the second one is something I think is very funny. And Italians are scared of cervicale. They are? <laughs> and I think Gloria says it all. <laughs> okay, so I don't believe we got this name abroad. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know what's cervicale, cervicale is a part of your body the, the back of your neck <laughs> you can't really translate it in english i've tried i've googled it, it it's called like bad neck so when you get cervicale you get basically like a stiff neck that's what it is but it, this concept doesn't exist in, in england for example it's cervicale it's just cervicale. yeah it's unique it's, it's unique for italy and i can nothing but agree i guess it's cervicale and colpo d'aria it's just something so italian colpo d'aria yeah you might want to add an extra cover oh my god yeah we literally grow up with the trauma of a colpo d'aria literally the heat over there I don't know what what happens when I don't know something really that's just Italian, I guess. Yeah, you need to close the window. Close the window, otherwise, you know, lo spiffero. You get this <laughs> air coming in, and you could hit your neck, and then you get cervicale, right? Yeah. <laughs> Barbara, have you have you experienced it since you've been in Italy, or? Oh, like I have, I haven't suffered from this, but I am constantly told to, you know, to be helpful about this, and you know, no, and go like Colpodaria is, is my favorite one. Like, sorry, this is like, you know, even it's like a thirty degrees outside, and people are speaking about Colpodaria. Like, where? There's no fresh air here. Like, where can you get it? Right? Like, it drives me nuts. Sorry, girls, but you know. Yeah, I think yeah, or you know, this there's the popular belief that you just like can't eat and go out immediately after that, or you know, all these superstitions because you know Kopudaria. So oh, I didn't know about that one. Is there a new one? <laughs> uh, you see <laughs> you have been living in London for too long. So. I think I have, yeah. I think we've got, you know, all those things when you go to the beach and you if you had lunch, you have to wait 
few hours before going into the water, right? At least two hours, yeah, at least. Two three hours. At least two three hours. But going back to the colpo d'aria and the cervicale, <laughs> I remember when um, I was I was little and I was in a car in a car with my mom, and it was super hot because it was summer and and summer in the in the Pavia Milan area it's so humid and hot it's unbearable. And she would, uh, people cannot see how little she would open the window, but this little, like two centimeters and not more, because you're going to get a colpo d'aria. So let's die in the car. Let's sweat, but let's not get a colpo d'aria. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, I think it's really a self-opening prophecy because I've never seen it anywhere else. I don't know what you think, ladies. No, no, I, I haven't. It's, yeah. No, I think it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Italians are friendly. Hmm. Barbara, you have to go back to this one because, <laughs> right? Friendly. <laughs> Careful what you say. Yeah, no, no. I said that you girls, you are friendly. <laughs> no, I guess it really depends, you know, like all of the roads. So yeah, like uh, before I moved in, yeah, I had this idea in my mind that Italians are really friendly and they are happy to connect and to chat to everybody. Like it turned out to be not so true, like I'll be honest, but you know, it still depends uh, who you are speaking to and where, you know, in which situation. So, yeah. It depends, really. Depends. Yeah, it really, really depends. I try to think about it, but yeah, it really depends. I guess it's quite easy to to do like a chit chat, you know, and small talk, but then go like a deeper or establish that real friendship. That's something like on the other level. So, but you know, it really depends, like what kind of people do when and and so on. Yeah. Really, because I I find that it, I have a hard time uh, having even some small talk with uh, random people, and mm -hmm. uh, always I'm I'm always talking about Pavia, mm -hmm. and I don't really find it easy to exchange a few words like "Hey, uh, how's your day going?" blah blah blah, because mm -hmm. I often often I find like there is a wall between mm -hmm. me and the other person, yeah. but probably is the area or the town. Um, I find it easier with uh, what well, with a few people here, but easier outside of Pavia. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking one. I, I, it's not like about making uh, friends and stuff, but you know when you walk down your neighborhood and people say hello, buongiorno, buonasera, that's something that doesn't happen here. You know, if you say hello to someone in London, they're like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you exactly? So I guess that's that's mm. different from English culture, for example. Yeah, but also here in Milan, because you know, if I would say like a hello and so on to just people in my neighborhood, I would get the same reaction. So it really depends. I think it's more about like a city and countryside difference, yeah. or, or small town. 
Yeah. So I guess here is more of an um, old lady kind of thing. Young mm-hmm. people don't, don't really do that unless they know you. But there are yeah. some this these old ladies who are happy to meet people or just exchange a buongiorno or buonasera. Yeah. Normally people don't do that. Okay, let's move on to, oh, which one should we, okay, Italians can't speak English. What do we say about that? No, they're offended. I mean, we don't English right now, so. Uh, and yeah, then I would say once again, it depends, like, uh, you know, who, <laughs> you know, there are 60 million of people, Italians. So, you know, maybe a younger gen- generation is better than the older one. And, you know, still there is difference between city when there are actually many international companies. So, you know, people are surrounded somehow by English. You know, maybe comparing to countryside, it's the difference. So, yeah, still it depends, I would say. Okay. But generally, yeah, they're like, Maybe the English is not their strength form. No, not really. This is probably because the English is not well taught in school. And um, it's uh, required for some some few few job positions, but um, we don't really give, well, the educational system doesn't really give much importance to speaking English and learning it properly. And uh, some people do make an effort to learn it, but uh, other people just give up and say, "Well, doesn't matter. I don't. I can't be bothered. I don't want to learn it. It's too difficult." And whatever. Mm-hmm. So it depends. It's uh, it, it depends also wh- where you live and if you need English for work. Yeah, actually, yeah. if I may add this, I was surprised like how many students are for French language. No, not not English, but French. Nowadays. Yeah, still nowadays. Yeah, like at school, it's yeah. I think it depends on this where where you go. On to the school. area, yeah. But I was surprised yeah. like it's still like all the French stuff. For example, here in Milan, yeah, definitely no doubts, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, Laura, going back to your the point of the educational system. I think in Italy, how they teach English, kind of, you have to rehearse, or I remember just having to memorize things and instead of assimilating what I was learning, I just had to learn it by heart and then repeating it. And then when I came to London, I thought, oh, my English is fine, it's great. I was doing great at school. And then I soon realized that wasn't the case because they don't prepare you for that speaking aspect of the language. No, they don't. No, totally. I had the same experience as you. I thought I could, I could uh, handle my, my life in London, but no, I couldn't. I had to start from scratch. No, no, not from scratch, but get used to the idea that that was a different reality and what I was taught in school couldn't help me. Yeah, but once again, I guess this happens all over because I had the same problem. Okay. Also, I thought that my English was great because I had excellent grades at high school, but still, when I moved to Oxford, it was like, okay, so this is not English, but you're speaking here. Okay, so, yeah. I think it's not like a you know, relative school system. It's a different case, yeah. Different experience, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, 
Let's do the last one. So last one is Italians are hot headed and jealous. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think about this. <laughs> um, slightly jealous. Yeah, my first In reaction. My <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that definitely is try head. Yeah, that's like yeah, okay. And jealous also, yeah, maybe more in the south than here and north. Generally speaking, what do you think, ladies? Um, I'm not sure because I haven't had any uh, relationship with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think definitely hot-headed, you know, we're like yeah. very passionate. I mean, not obviously generally speaking as well. It's not that everyone's the same, but uh, yeah, I have to say, I think I agree with this one for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I'm hot-headed and jealous, but... <laughs> and jealous, you know, like, you know, when you're in a relationship and you're in love with a person, you're always jealous, like... Uh, whatever country you come from, right? So still it's really relative. Are you jealous, Irene? Do you think you're jealous? I used to be. I used to be very, very jealous. But also, as Barbara said, it depends on the situation. It depends on, you know, the person, their background, your background. Um, but yeah, I used to I used to be very, very jealous. Now, now no, I'm not anymore. You know, I've been in a long relationship. But like... <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it anymore. And it's, if you if you feel secure in your relationship, there's mm -hmm. no need, need to be jealous. Also, mm -hmm. I used to be definitely. I used to be very jealous, very jealous person. Yeah, that's why I'm like, yes, that's true. <laughs> okay, okay, and that was actually a great conclusion to this. So okay, yeah. How about you, Gloria? Are you a jealous person? I can be. <laughs> <laughs> It depends if I if I have a reason to be jealous. What well, of course, but if I if I trust you, well, that, there's no point. I, you know, I'm talking about that slight jealousy that uh, is. Uh, I don't want to say healthy, but um, not even normal. But you know that jealousy that uh, you can actually turn into an engine to keep your relationship alive. Because if you're not jealous, if you have zero jealousy at all, otherwise your relationship will end sooner or later so if you had that tiny amount maybe that can be an engine to keep it going well, i like that i'll take that <laughs> okay i think we've come to the end of today's episode um if any of you has any comments feel free to comment on um, and let us know your, your experience as well about these stereotypes and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode grazie ciao ciao, ciao. thanks for listening to expert women italy podcast feel free to subscribe rate comment and reach out at expertwomenitaly at gmail.com we'd be happy to read you bye